You're listening to the 116th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And the next psukim that we have from Reb Zundel, the collation of Reb Zundel, is the famous psukim, And on through the entire chapter, we're going to read chapter 23 in Tehillim and Psalms. A song to, to King David, a song of David. Hashem is my shepherd, I shall not be missing anything. So interestingly, the Medjur says that these psukim, beautiful psukim, beautiful words of David HaMelech, God is my shepherd, he's leading me, he's taking care of me, he's watching over me. So these psukim are actually referring to the Jewish people in their wandering through the desert. The 40 years that they wandered through the desert, Hashem was their shepherd, Hashem guided them, Hashem led them with the clouds of glory. Said the Medrash Shaykhatayf, Rabbi Yehuda Omar, Melech b'Medina, Eina Medina Medina Chaseraklom. When the king is present, watching over his country, when he's there, when he hasn't gone off on any international trips in order to deal with other countries, so when the king is there, there's nothing missing. The people have everything that they need because the king is present. He's checking into and making sure that all of his subjects are taken care of. The Pasuk says in Javorim, in Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 7, Hashem your God is with you and you're not missing anything. You were never missing anything throughout the entire time that you were in the wilderness. And let's understand, a wilderness, a desert is a place where it's impossible to live. There's no water, there's no food, there's nothing. There are wild animals, Every, everything should have gone awry. But that's not what happened. You weren't missing anything. And not only did you not lack anything, but Hashem constantly gave you everything that you needed. Says the Medrash that generally speaking, when a person has a guest, so the first day the guest comes, he gives him the fancy foods, he gives him uh, calf meat, Yom Sheni said, the second day he gives him a little bit less, sheep, sheep's meat, Yom Shlishi Tarnagold, and some chicken. On the third day, Yom Revi Kidneys. On the fourth day, he gives him beans. You can't compare the first days of, of uh, sustenance, what, the, what the, the host gave his guest on the first day, to what the host gave the guest as the days pass by, you kind of, you lose that excitement. Yochalaf Zekin, you might think that, look, when Hashem was providing for the Jewish people, so, you know, at the beginning it was, Hashem gave them everything that they needed, but, you know, as it got, as the time progressed, so, it became less and less. The entire 40 years was the same. There was nothing missing. It wasn't any less. In the beginning, they had all of their needs, on through till the end. In the first day, as it were, Hashem is the host of the Jewish people in the Midbar, in the wilderness. Hashem provided for them all of their needs. The onset, Hashem took care of them on through 40 years until they left the Midbar. That's the beautiful Medrash Shaykh And that, of course, is a lesson for us. Hashem has provided for me. Hashem has taken care of me. When I was a child, as we spoke about last week, when I came out of my mother's womb, 
Hashem took care of me, Hashem provided for me, and Hashem continues to provide for me. And I need not worry that tomorrow is going to be any different. I need not worry that today is going to be any different. I've been married for nearly 22 years. And every single day, every single month, every single year, Hashem has taken care of me. He's made sure that I have the money I need to provide for my family. And it never got less. It only got more. Right, Baruch Hashem. Family, seven kids, a home, a mortgage to pay, bills to pay. It always gets more. Hashem is always providing all that we need. Says the Medrash Chachamim. B'simen hazeh yesh by musar gadolonu. Says the Medrash Chachamim that there is a tremendous hope that we can gain from this chapter in Tehillim. The chapter speaks about how Hashem protected us and took care of us in the Midbar. We never lacked. So this is a tremendous hope for us. We live in a Gullus. You know, in years past, there was a much more difficult Gullus. The exile on a physical level meant that people really didn't have what they needed. They were very limited in their options. Jews didn't have opportunities to be part of the workforce. But we talk in God Despite the challenges, and today these challenges are much more spiritual challenges, but I think it's the same idea. That despite all the challenges, despite all the difficulties, despite the bitterness of the Gullus, of the exile, on a physical level, on a spiritual level, but if we're trying to do His will, if we are seeking Hashem, if we're following after our Shepherd, Hashem, the Pasuk, David HaMelech, King David, is reassuring us that we can rely on Hashem. We don't have to worry. In the end of days, in the times that we live in now, so close to Mashiach's arrival, when things seem so bleak, for so long it seemed bleak on a physical level, and now it seems very bleak on a spiritual level. Don't give up that there's going to be mercy from Hashem. From all of the exile and the trouble, in the end of days, I will never be missing anything. If I continue to follow Hashem, He is my shepherd, I will never be missing anything. Like the Pasuk says, as it was, Pasuk in Micha says that about the times before Mashiach, about the advent of the Messianic age, the moment in time which we are standing in, which is about to happen, as our sages have told us over the last dozens of years, it's going to be similar to the way it was in Egypt. The way that there were wonders and the way that Hashem took care of us, despite all the odds. We just have to place our trust in Hashem. If our hearts are complete with Hashem, if we trust in Hashem completely, like I said that, okay. As we said before, this Medrash understands as well that the Psukim of King David talking about Hashem as our shepherd is a reference to what happened in a midbar for 40 years in the wilderness. A place of snakes and scorpions, thirst. There's no water. There's nothing. There's nowhere to plant. There's no bread. They weren't missing anything. Why? Because Hashem was with them. That's how it will be, says the Medrash, 
in all of the Goliaths, in all of the exiles that we will have found ourselves in, until Hashem brings us back to Eretz Yisrael and brings us a Beis Hamikdash, rebuilds the Temple. There will be places and times where we don't have what we need. It will seem that way, but since Hashem is with us, we will not be missing anything. As Hashem says to Yaakov Avinu, I will go down with you into this gullus, into this exile. In all the troubles that we experience, Hashem is there with us, standing by our side in our troubles. This is what it means in our Pasuk. A song to David. Hashem is my shepherd, I shall not be missing anything. If you look at the Targum, at the Aramaic translation, the, the Psukim are all speaking about what happened in the Midbar, as we mentioned before. That's what the Medrash says. Okay, so, there's a chizik, there's a, there's a strengthening that we can have for ourselves. Hashem is with us, Hashem was with us, Hashem will always be with us. Says the Shlach, Hashem roi yachzar yadua, hashakua b'tayvitz hamaman hutamid yachzar. Interesting. The Shlach kind of turns this whole concept on its head and says, you know, we can talk about having mitachin, we can talk about having trust in Hashem, He's going to give us our many wants. But here we're talking about it from the other side. I will not be lacking. I will not be lacking could mean I'll have everything that I want. But it can also mean that even if I don't have, I won't feel that I'm lacking. That's what the Shloss says. There's a general principle. A person doesn't die having attained half of his desires. Our sages tell us this. Right? This is a very deep and profound wisdom that our sages share with us. We'll never get everything that we want. Why? The very fact that I am desiring, I will always feel a lack. I will never ever feel that I've gotten everything. Right? That's our sages say that if a person increases his possessions, so he ends up increasing his worries as well. The more he has in his hands, the more he will want the whatever he has another time. If I have two cars, I want four cars. If I have one mansion, I want two mansions. If I have three suits, I want six suits. It will never be enough. Whatever I have, I want I want more. About this, the Pasuk says, those who seek out Hashem, those who are trying to do Hashem's will, those who are seeking a relationship with Hashem, they will not be missing any good. Ratzalaymar says the Shlach, what does this mean? When I come into resonance with godliness, when I am seeking a relationship with Hashem, the natural net result is that I become more satisfied with what I have. Because I realize that I don't need so much. I don't need every single new gadget that comes out. I don't need every single new car, new type of car. I just need what I need, my basics. The Pesach says that the Russia, 
The wicked person has many pains. Why? The pain for the Russia is not that he lacks because he has so much. The pain for him is that the moment that he has a lot, he needs more. Because uh, I have a lot, I want a lot. I have a lot, I want double what I have. Someone who has a spiritual approach to life, someone who has a bitachin in Hashem, a trust in Hashem, a relationship with Hashem, if Hashem does me a chesed, I appreciate that chesed. It's unbelievable. I have a new shirt. Thank you, Hashem. I have a new shirt. I'm so happy with what I have. I have a pen. I have a safer. And that's the pshat, says the shlo. That's why King David says, Hashem Hashem is my shepherd. That means I have a relationship with him. I'm following him. I am following him. And therefore, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I have everything that I need. I have a relationship with Hashem. What more do I need? He brings her on the bottom in a note. The hafla explains in a similar vein. But he understands it as a blessing. That the main gift, if Hashem is my shepherd, He gives me a gift. And the gift is that I don't feel any lacks. I feel, I feel satisfied with what I have. That's the blessing. It's not just I'm, I'm trying to be a certain way, but if I'm following Hashem, the net result, the automatic result, I would say, is that I'm going to have everything that I need. I'm going to feel that I have everything that I need. I'm going to be satisfied with what I have. Here he brings from the Grizz, the Briskorov. Vineber Rambam, Vizela Shani, a famous Rambam to those who know and study Bitachan. It says the Rambam, that it's not only the tribe of Levi. Any person can be like a Levite. The Levites were the one, the Kohanim, the priests, the Levites that served in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Temple, and they got special gifts. They were the, the Trumois and the Maestros, the tithes were reserved for them in payment, so to speak, for the fact that they were focused on serving as ambassadors to the Jewish people inside of the Mishkan, inside of the base of English, in the temple. But anybody can choose to be a Levite. Anyone can be a priest. What does it take? It takes a certain giving spirit. It takes a certain understanding, a recognition that I want to separate myself. I want to serve Hashem. I want to know Hashem. He went straight. He says, I'm not interested in all of the calculations that people make. I'm not getting involved in Parnassah. I'm not getting involved in Hishtadlis, in so much efforts. So, and this kind of person, says the Rambam, becomes the Holy of Holies. Hashem will be his portion forever. 
Hashem will make sure that this person who dedicates himself solely, completely to spirituality, that he'll have everything that he needs, just like the Levites and the priests have everything that they need. King David says in chapter 16, verse 5 of Psalms, of Tehillim, Hashem is my portion, He is my cup, you are the one who supports my lot in life. Even though we find the Gemara says that there's a difference of opinion. Should a person be involved in his shtatlus, be involved in efforts, be involved in working in the world, or can a person completely go with bitachin, trust in Hashem? Rabbi Shmuel says, you have to be involved in Hishtalis, you have to be involved in worldly matters. Rabbi Shimon Bar says, no. Excuse me, you can separate yourself and be involved completely in spiritual matters. How do we paskin? We paskin that the general principle is, for most people, that a person should be involved in Derech Eretz, in trying to earn a livelihood. But that doesn't mean to say that a person cannot, uh, a person cannot go through his life like Rishon Barachai said. Like we see from the Rambam, if anybody wants, anybody wants, anybody from all the people in the world decides. You can live in this world without any hishtadlus. You don't need to do any actions. You don't need to take any actions or do any efforts. No hishtadlus at all. You can live like a malach, like, a, like, a, like an angel. Interestingly, the Ramam finishes off and says that we see this from King David. He mentions how Hashem is his portion. If he's proving something from David Amalek, from King David, that King David was somebody who lived this way. He didn't involve himself in his shtadlus. He completely depended upon Hashem. Otherwise, what are you bringing this verse Clearly, if it's a proof, it's because King David lived this way. Clearly, David HaMelech did this as well. This is what it means in the verse, when he says, Hashem is my portion. King David means to say, everything that I have is because I live with Hashem, not because I'm putting in any efforts. It's all exclusively only from Him. Says the Briskerov, this is exactly what's going on in our Mizmor, in our capital Tillim. Hashem is my, my shepherd, I shall not want. It's saying Hashem is my shepherd. A sheep doesn't worry about where the food is going to come from, where the water is going to come from. He just follows the shepherd. I'm not going to be missing anything in the world. Hashem will guide me. He will bring me to, to, to green pastures, to, to uh, calm waters. 
I'll become. He'll set the table before me. He'll pour oil upon my head. Why does David HaMelech have the Malucha? Why is he the king of the Jewish people? Which is represented by the, the Pasuk that says that the oil was poured upon his head. It's because of his bitachon. As I just heard from Arash Shiva in the Madrigas Adam about Yosef, he had to have absolute bitachon in order to be a king. Pasuk says that my, my cup overflows, which means I have everything that I need in this world. For him, it's an overflowing. Like the Rambam explains on that verse. I have everything that I need. Hashem provides it for me. This is the foundation of this capital of Tehillim, of this chapter of Psalms. Anybody who wants to can live a life of full bitachon without any hishtadlus, without any efforts. It's possible. It's within everyone's grasp. And that is exactly what King David is talking about in this Capital Tehillim, chapter 23. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.